from the top of Bogus Basin. Broadcasting live in crystal clear HD radio. Your mornings start here. First thing in the morning, I turn them on every morning when I wake up. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Powered by the human being. The show starts now. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Lauren. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How was your weekend? Good? Back? At it? <laughs> Back in the saddle? Back uh, in yeah, the saddle. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Yes, very nice. We are officially the only people in the office this morning. No one else. Hello. No one. You know, here. why do we have the studio door closed? We're the only people That's here. True. We could have it open. Why do I even have pants on? Exactly. That's the real question. <laughs> All right, let me, you want to take off our pants on three? I'll do it right. right now. One, two, Lauren, <laughs> don't do it. Why not? No, because I did see someone pull up in the parking lot. <laughs> Oh, my God! You tell me that after I unbutton my pants? Sheesh. I was worried. I was going to be like, thank goodness this isn't a live stream. <laughs> All right. Well, good morning. Happy Monday. We got a new makeup or breakup today. We've got the Monday debate. But coming up next, finally, in our eight and a half years of marriage, I finally accomplished this. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. Oh, good morning. Happy Monday. We are Joey and Lauren. Uh, Lauren's got your skinny coming up in I a few minutes. I do. There was a movie that topped the box office over the weekend that I think you're going to be really happy about. And it is not a new movie. Because they're showing old movies, right? This is 40 years after the original wow. debut. <laughs> Do you believe that movie theaters are going to be changed forever? Like some um, people believe that we'll never go back to movie theaters being like no. the thing. No, I do think uh, movie theaters will be a thing again and people will be excited to go back. I do think there will be more caution on uh, people coming in and I don't think a lot of people will be sitting right by each other anymore. I think there's going to be some more distance. Well, I keep thinking the movie business may say we're going to release them in the theaters if you want to see it there and at home that you can buy for 25 oh, okay. bucks. Yeah. Then, then yes. I thought you were saying are people never going to want to go to the movies no, again? Uh, no, no, no. I think people want to go to the theater again. Uh, but yeah, yes, for sure. To answer that side of the question, I do believe that uh, a lot of companies that are releasing movies will also be releasing them on demand. Yeah, I don't know like how the math works because you say, well, it's 20 bucks and yeah, if you have a family of seven, then you're obviously saving money. Mm-hmm. But also you could look at it and say, hey, maybe people are buying a $20 movie at home instead of skipping in the theater and never going and seeing the movie and then renting it later. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. So, uh, we'll get to that coming up. I'm wearing a pink shirt today. You see, you like this? That looks great. My, this is one of my $3.88 t-shirts that I got. <laughs> my cheap t-shirts. How many of those did you get? Seven. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I did. I. I mean, and, they're nice. They're good-looking T-shirts. They're anytime I go to the t-shirts. store, anytime I go to the store to pick up, you know, groceries or whatever, I just swing by. I grab my three dollar and eighty-eight cent T-shirt. I need and to I've got stop a whole sending color. you to the store because every time you come home, you're like wearing something new or you <laughs> my have closet, a bag of clothes. Uh, my closet now looks like a Bob Ross painting. There's just colors everywhere. You know, you got all the different, all the different <laughs> palettes to choose from in the closet as I do walk you, uh, in. Do you color coordinate your side of the closet? I've never noticed. No, 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 no. No, what I do is I do have like my jackets and my hoodies in one section, mm-hmm. and then I have my t-shirts in another, okay. and then I have my dress shirts. In I do another. the same thing. I have like my dresses all the way in the back of the closet, and then I have kind of my my maternity clothes are way back there in a box. But then I also have a whole bunch of like separated okay long sleeve versus short sleeve and kind of Do you ever just rock there. maternity clothes just to go back to the day when you were pregnant? Um no. Okay. I don't. I mean over the weekend I did wear a maternity swimsuit. I was pool hopping over the I, weekend. <laughs> so I wrote that down on uh, the show sheet today cuz I did want to bring this up. We had this on radio therapy a few weeks ago, but Lauren is officially a pool hopper. So I this am. weekend Lauren's like, "Well, I could go to uh 
I can go to our babysitter's pool. She has a pool at her apartment complex. We could also go by so-and-so's neighborhood. They have a pool that they said we could use. Or if we want to go out to um, Eagle, we have one friend. They have a pool at their actual What's house. What's the problem? If I have people in my life who've extended the invitation to use their pool, why can't I? Well, because you're trying to you're trying to double and triple dip the pool time. You're trying to go, you know, not to, in the same day. You're trying to go to Nampa for 20 minutes, and then you're trying to hop <laughs> over to the other. You're comparing the pool. So yesterday, or no, so Friday, Friday sitting there, and Lauren's like, okay. Well, so-and-so, the best part about their pool is it's got a splash pad. You're comparing, and you're, you're like, auctioning off what friend you think you should text and hang out with. All I'm saying because is of who has the best pool. we have one friend who has an apartment pool that she nicknames it the resort because she says it's really nice and feels like a resort, and it does, and I like it. I like the resort. So Lauren pool I'm gonna go back. this weekend. And my swimsuit I used was a... An old maternity one, just to say, and it was super like loose, you know, in the belly part. Yeah. But man, it was, it was nice. Like it it's felt like nice putting and on comfortable. A, uh, yeah, I you liked put it. on a baggy hoodie on the weekend when it's a cold and rainy. Yeah, you know? I didn't mind it. Yeah, you realize it's got some extra room there. <laughs> it may be a little bit too big, but it's fine. It's got time to move and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I yeah. wouldn't mind a baggy swim. My problem with swimming is when I get up, my uh, my I never get the right size of swimming trunks. So when I Lift myself out of the pool. Gravity. Shorts. Yeah, gravity does. uh, Yeah. And so sometimes I show a little bit too much on the back end there. Uh, I was really excited. So Friday night, eight and a half years of marriage. And I don't think I've successfully pulled off a surprise date. But I did on Friday night. I was you very did. happy. Honestly, round of applause. I had no idea. I really had no idea that you were planning anything. I was standing in our kitchen feeding the baby. And you were talking to me and all at once. Somebody walks in through our, our garage entry, and it startled me because I was just watching a Dateline, so it really freaked me out. <laughs> and I, I turned and look, and it was uh, our friend who also babysits and watches Baby Jay. She's like, I'm here to watch the baby. And you were like, yep, we're going on a date. And I had no idea, so thank you. And I got to tell you, it was only about two days that I planned this, and I was so nervous for the two days because normally I ruin surprises. Because what I was going to do on Friday, I was going to say, Hey, make sure to not eat dinner. And you'd be like, why should I not eat dinner? Well, right. you know, but I didn't. I, In fact, I said, man, if I come home and you already made dinner, I'm going to tell you to box it up and we're going to go out. And so we went out. We went out to uh, Cuna where Enrique's is, a wonderful Mexican restaurant. And uh, we got the table side guacamole. This guy makes guac five to six hours a day, he says. And he still eats guacamole when he gets yeah. home. We, we, we were like, do you ever get sick of it? And he's like, no, I love it. I love it. I just can't imagine, like, his job every day is he makes amazing guacamole, and then he doesn't get sick of it, and he goes home and makes more. He's good at it. That's yeah, the thing. Really Why good. not? Gosh, I would love table-side guac at my house. That's what I would love to do. All right, uh, we got Skinny coming up next. Yes, a movie from 40 years ago topped the box All office. Right, it's coming up. It's Lauren's Hollywood Skinny, brought to you by Alante Life Med Spa. Visit AlanteLife.com. Wow, we actually uh, woke up to this news this morning. Just some very awful news coming out of Hollywood. Kelly Preston, after a two-year breast cancer battle, Kelly Preston, actress and wife of John Travolta, has passed away. Yeah, they were married for, like, since 91 or something. They were married for years. Yeah, pretty long when you're thinking Hollywood. Hollywood terms, right? But uh, just just yeah. awful, you know, just somebody else now passing away. It just breaks your heart. And private. She fought this battle in private, so no one really knew that she was fighting breast mm-hmm. cancer. I know I, that. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah no, until I, I saw that's the That's what news. everyone's saying. I had no idea either. So, yeah, well, yeah it's pretty awful. sad. 
over the weekend, The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, Star Wars topped the box office after 40 years after their original debut because they're playing some old movies now at the theaters. So someone's got to take the number one spot. <laughs> so here's what I don't know what our theaters are doing, to be totally honest with you. I don't know what the Regal's doing or the Edwards. Are they well, doing old movies we too? Are, uh, or phase, are they closed? Phase four, you can, yeah, movie theaters can be open. But not uh, Ada County in phase three, I think they can still be open, yeah, right? It's I'm just pretty bars sure. And nightclubs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just bars, nightclubs, bar tops at restaurants have to be closed. I don't know. In Ada I feel County. bad. I feel like I should know what they're doing over there at the <laughs> Edwards, but uh, maybe I'll check it out. Well, there's been a lot of like pop up drive ins across the country, like Jaws and Ghostbusters. Jurassic Park was one of them. You know what? Who's won from this pandemic? And it's uh, drive in movie owners. They're like, ah, we're back, baby. <laughs> Like, you know, now you like us. It works, right? You know, because everyone's in their own car. You thought we were old school. Now you're driving on back <laughs> with your family. Do you ever remember the show? I have no idea if you if you do or if you were too old for this, but uh, Zoe 101 on Nickelodeon. I remember it. I didn't really watch Zoe it. Zoe 101. It was with uh, Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh, uh, okay. I, yeah, I faintly remember it. So there might be a uh, reboot of that with show. Britney Spears' younger sister? Yes, Jamie Lynn Spears, she is in talks for a reboot for the show Zoe 101, which a lot of people, uh, aired, I think, from 05 to 08, which is probably why we never watched yeah. it, you know? But uh, anyway, yeah, I didn't really you know, back. think of my age and like, hey, hey, fellas in college, you want to watch a little Zoe 101? <laughs> I do remember seeing, like, you know, commercials and stuff for it, but there you go. Okay. Might be rebooting. Well, I'll tell you, Britney Spears on TikTok, people have said uh, they're a little concerned for her. She seems a little odd on the internet. She's very weird on Instagram. Yeah. I've seen her, her Instagram, Instagram maybe that's what post, and she does, like, a bunch of twirling and flipping around <laughs> like I don't even know what's happening. There's a concert in her house. Um, also, did you know Reese Witherspoon's son dropped his very first single? No. Yes, his very first single, Long Run. Now, he doesn't actually sing in the song, in the single, but he does all the work behind it, you know, kind gotcha. of DJ stuff. So uh, here's a take a look at his song, Long Run. Won't you just be for me? I just need to know that you're Is that BB Rexa singing? No. It's uh, Nina. Let me see. Nina. Nina Nesbitt. But this is a. Uh, this is Reese Witherspoon's son? Deacon Felipe, which is Reese Witherspoon's son. Okay. There you go, Reese. You know, I actually saw legally blonde Reese Witherspoon there. over the weekend on TikTok. She's like, I'm going to create a TikTok dance to this song. She's a proud mama. <laughs> she is. She's really proud. Also, Stanley from The Office, one of my favorites, he's crowdfunding right now for a spinoff. He wants a spinoff of The Office. So he's asking people to help crowdsource this fund in order to film a pilot. And he wants to call it Uncle Stan coming no, out no, of no, retirement. No, no. If we're going to do a spinoff of The Office, it needs to be based off Kevin Malone. That, that's the best Why character Kevin? in The Office. Because Kevin's the best. In fact, I'll even take a spinoff of The Office with Kevin and Stanley. Just they, those no, two. They need to do a spinoff of like Jim and Pam. No, I think gosh. like Jim and Pam's Jim life. And, Jim and Pam are the worst part about The Office. What? No, they really are. Why? They were so They were so annoying. <gasps> so moody. So Jim. emotional. No, I honestly, Jim. Jim and Pam, worst Dwight part about the needs office. A spin-off. No, he's also what? Oh, too over the top. Kevin Malone is the best part about the <laughs> office. Kevin is the best. I mean, I like Kevin, but I didn't. I don't when think he's he the best. drops the chili on the floor, <laughs> that is the greatest moment in office history. 
Jim and Pam, please. <laughs> that is your Hollywood skinny. All right, listen to how upset I am now. I Early guess. in the morning. Claire Meridian is going to join us. Uh, a problem with her four-year-old son on radiotherapy next. Sometimes all you need is a little radiotherapy with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, so you call us with the problems in your life, and just like that, we solve them all on the show with you. Claire in Meridian is our guest today on radiotherapy with a problem with her son. Claire, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. What's going on in your life? What can we help you with? Uh, well, okay. So my son's four years old and he's got, you know, a baby blanket, but he's, I, I don't know. He's obsessed with it. And I don't know if this is, I mean, I'm sure it's common, but like he's emotionally, mentally, physically connected to it. Like I can't bring him anywhere without this blanket. Gotcha. He, I can't even wash it. It's disgusting and <laughs> i don't know how to get it away from him or at least wean him from it so that we can at least go on certain trips and stuff where it's not needed mm-hmm. like i don't know what to do now is he just having like major meltdowns and tantrums when you do try and take it away or do something with it oh it's full-blown meltdown i and i i don't even know if i can call it a, a meltdown because it's not like a tantrum he just it's like a panic he's yeah. absolutely just over the top gotcha. about it. He it's it's like somebody, you know, like trying to hurt him or something. And is this a situation like uh what's a kid, Linus that carries his blanket all around? Like is it Linus. the situation Oh is it, on uh, like, is he, about the peanuts. Yeah, is he walking around with it or is it just around bedtime and nap time and just like laying around the couch? Or is it like I'm walking to the kitchen to grab a snack and I'm holding my blanket? Oh no, he like wraps it in his arms so that he's constantly got gotcha. a, a grip on it, mm-hmm. and he drags it everywhere. Like the blanket's gross. I I at least washed it one time, but it's really <laughs> really hard because even when he's sleeping, uh-huh. you could like nudge it. The thing is wrapped around him constantly. Okay. I, like I don't know what to do. It's you know like what? A little, like it's a sense of security. Oh, yeah. it's I know there's for a, him. there's got to be some psychological angle to this, and I'm there mm-hmm. are qualified people that probably can give you the very scientific answers of why kids find themselves They're being attached, attached to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to tell you from my own mm-hmm. experience. My brother had a yellow blankie, and my mom went with the whole fake accident. We lost it situation. Oh, no. Uh, l- listen, I'm I'm not going. We can go the whole, like, deep dive, but I'm not qualified for that. So I can just tell you, <laughs> as a parent, my plan, if our little baby gets attached to something, mm-hmm. my plan is to go, whoopsie, something happened. And I don't know how effective that is. If you are a parent and you've done the fake accident, it got ruined in the wash. I've heard okay. of people saying, oh, no, it got ruined in the washing machine and doing something like that. I don't know if that's good or bad. Maybe people say it blows up in your face or people say it's dishonest. I feel like I would go with that angle, though. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to traumatize him. Well, and that's the thing. I, like, <laughs> yeah, you got to be I'm, careful. I'm just speaking from my experience. When my mm-hmm. brother had a blankie, I, my mom said something along the lines of, oh, it got lost or something. And yeah, it it sucked for a while. I'm also not qualified. I mean, our baby is, you know, nine months old. I'm right now worried about uh, breaking that binky habit eventually. That's scary to me. But as far as this goes, I feel like I've heard people using strategies like a reward system. Like if you leave blanky at home today, you know, you can get this or this, you know, or, Ah. you know, Mm -hmm. maybe if, you know, blanky needs some space and you, you it needs to be cleaned or, or something like that to get him feeling 
comfortable and happy and mm-hmm. secure leaving it behind um, because right now I think the biggest thing and you've already realized this but it's a huge sense yeah. of security for him for whatever reason he just loves it which I'm sure when that habit started when he was younger it was probably the cutest thing ever like oh look, yeah. yeah who wouldn't <laughs> want your cute little two-year-old wrapped yeah. up in his favorite blanket and it's now darling it's just <laughs> continuing I do think this is very normal I have heard a lot of parents talk about this I'm sure this will be a habit that you know alleviates on its own but um let's open up the phone lines and people can give us their two cents on how they broke this habit for their kids 208-468 don't worry we're gonna get some calls and some texts here all right claire 208-468-1027 208-468-1027 when your kid has been attached to something a binky a blanky a stuffed animal how did you get that to be separated and get that changed 208-468-1027 or you can text us on the idaho bmi text line 68719 Claire, one last suggestion from me. If you're crafty, Mm -hmm. you turn it into a sweatshirt, and then he can wear his favorite sweatshirt. And then he never takes the sweatshirt off. I'm a grown adult, and I stick to my few clothing items that I like, and I feel comfortable, and so, you know, and I'm I'm an adult here. Well, you know, I could try. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd like to hear, you know, what other people have to say, but that's definitely an option. Yeah, we'll have some other parents weigh in. So, again, 208-468-1027 or 68719. We'll help you out, Claire. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, so we just talked to Claire in Meridian, and she has a four-year-old son that is addicted to his blankie. How do you stop that? She's like, listen, I mean, eventually he's got to give it away, but I don't know how to part my son with his blankie. 208-468-1027. Carrie in Meridian, we'll start off with you. Good morning, Carrie. Morning. Okay, how would you handle this? Have you been through this before? I have been through this before. Um... My son is actually 26 years old now, so it's been a while, but uh, he had a Curious George stuffed animal, and he was attached to it until he was probably seven or eight. Wow. Um, granted, he, he didn't take it to school with him, but when he was like five, we did take it to Disney World, and, you know, George got to ride on all the rides <laughs> with us. Oh, that's cute. He actually, <laughs> yeah. He actually stuck it in his shirt, and so the monkey head was sticking out of the oh. neck hole with his oh, own head. So all of his shirts cute. were stretched out. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so, so, so how did you handle it? secret? How did you get rid of Curious George? There was no secret. I have Curious George to this day, and it's one of my most, like, precious mementos oh. of his childhood. Okay, so, so you I, just I, I like said, yeah. figure it out. So did he just naturally it, stop becoming so attached to it? He did. Okay. He absolutely did, and it was in his own time. And I think especially when you're talking about um, a four-year-old and getting ready to maybe start school yep. or preschool or kindergarten, whatever, and also just the, the kind of state of the world. Like, kids pick up on when parents are uneasy about things and when things aren't yep. quite right, and they just need that extra little bit of security, and maybe that's it for him. Yeah. So let it ride. Yeah, let He'll it ride. Figure it out. If it's disgusting and gross, I say take it in the bathtub with him and ah, make a game of washing it out or something. <laughs> there you go. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. Oh, that it's is awesome. The kid needs some extra security and give it to him. Love Let him it. have it. I love it. Thanks for the call. That's Carrie Meridian. And I love what Carrie said is basically, I still love this Curious George because I think about the memories. Mm-hmm. Let's go out to Middleton where Janine is with us. Good morning, Janine. Have you dealt with this? Oh, yeah. And how My- did you handle it? My my little girl, she was attached to a blanket, and she always held it up in her face when she sucked her thumb. Mm-hmm. And I tried to take it away from her. Like, I we left 
I say, like, we left her at the zoo. I'm sorry, but we can't find it. And she would just go off the hook for, like, a week. Oh. And I could not get her to stop. So I would, I actually had to call where they were purchased at and have them send me two more so I could give her one and then keep one. Oh, wow. Because oh, she wouldn't word. give it up So you had, you had reserves. And so- now she's, exactly. And now she's attached to any kind of fuzzy blanket. She's always got one wrapped around her, except for at school. Gotcha. Okay. So you're still dealing with this and a little bit. She's 12. Okay, yeah. Yep, so she loves you, her blankie. So maybe uh, you're looking for some advice, too, it sounds like. It's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I want to listen some more and see what people yeah, say. absolutely. Well, we've Perfect. got some texts. Thanks for the call. Thanks, That's Janine. Uh, Janine in Middleton. All right, 68719. This texture writes in and says, listen, when it's time to take away the blanket or pacifier, whatever it is, you just need to find a way to get them disinterested in it. So if it's a pacifier, ah. cut the tip off, right? Yep. A lot of people say that. With it's, and when it's a blanket, maybe find another avenue. Yeah, I think finding another thing to replace it. But yep. you want to be careful, though. You, I mean, you want to be able to help these kids find something else that they can put their trust in or yeah, whatever it may Yeah, be. and a lot of people are bringing up the fact that it is a security thing, a sense of security. And sometimes you just have to let them write it out, kind of like Carrie mentioned earlier. And it's just one of those things. It really just depends on each kiddo. And a lot of suggestions coming in, too, about maybe making that blanket yeah. into a shirt or another blanket like for, you know, future time or something like that. I like, like the that. shirt idea. That's pretty cool. Joey and Lauren. Let's get to the Monday debate this week. Every Monday we argue about a dumb part of society and we treat it like it's the most important issue in the world. And uh, this week, Monday debate, is putting your elbows on the table rude? Or is that something old school? Did you grow up with your parents saying it was rude? Yes. I grew up in a very old school kind of a house, which is fine. Okay. Loved my uh, upbringing, but... I grew up where you didn't put your elbows on the okay. table. So and look I knew, how I turned. I knew out. this was a thing growing up, um, but my parents never enforced it. Yeah, I'm I not remember surprised. when my <laughs> what? What? No, I'm just, what does that mean? No, I'm saying your parents are more casual. Well, thank you. I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> but when my parents, uh, when my grandparents lived with us for a while, I remember my grandma would always get at me for putting my elbows on the table. I do not understand, and I still, as a full grown adult. Do not understand why it is considered rude, but in the back of my mind, if we're at a a fancy dinner somewhere or some special occasion, I always psych myself out because I'm going to put my elbow on, you know, and like rest my chin on my hand and then I get like really freaked out like, oh no, oh no, am I being rude? Am I being rude? But I can't figure out why. Yeah, I think it probably ties back to some medieval time. I mean, all these, (laughs) no, seriously, all these manners, it all came back from, you know, for instance... Why do you shake people's hands? It's because you wanted to prove that you didn't have a gun on you for a duel or a draw or whatever. Uh, not anymore. That's the history, Nobody's right? shaking hands anymore. Yeah. You would take off your hat for whatever reason to show that you didn't have some weapon underneath. I don't know. No, I think but, it was just a sign of respect. Well, that's the other thing. Weapons? What? I, I also think it's so weird. Why can't you have a hat on at the dinner table? From a balding man, I need to be able to Who keep my hat. Who says you can't have a hat on at the dinner my table? My mom. Oh, all the time my mom would say, Joey, take okay. your hat off. So no elbows on the table. Yeah, couldn't wear no hats. No hats at the dinner table. Yep. What else? The dresses went down to our ankles. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I did grow up with those two things. No elbows on the table and you okay. had to take your hat off. I don't. I'm with you. I think elbows on the table is fine. In 2020, we got we got bigger fish to fry in 2020 than worrying about putting yes, our elbows but on the table. I kind of want to dive into this and figure out why. Because I personally, I'm sure you can look it up. I bet it has know. to do okay. with it I has do to that. do with some sort of all these manners trace back to an olden time. 
you know, to the dark ages, and it has to do something with when King George put his elbows on the table, it was a sign <laughs> of whatever. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I just looked it up on Google. It says the great houses and castles of England during the Middle Ages did uh-huh. not have dining tables in the great halls. So tables were made from trestles and covered with a cloth. The diners sat along one side only. If they put their elbows on the table and leant too heavily, the table could collapse. So that's, that's why. That's why. So please tell me. The tables me. don't collapse now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so it's okay, right? Tell me why. Because the reason we didn't put our elbows on the table was because the table would fall over. Tell me why your kitchen table is going to fall over if I put my elbows on it. Yeah, it says uh, because of the association with fear or aggression, the behavior became considered rude and and not polite at a dining table. This is what we need to do. We need to find all those things that are viewed as rude and we need to realize it's just some old tradition and we need to get rid of it. Some other theories say it appears guarded, like you're guarding yourself. I'm guarding my food is what I'm doing. (laughs) If I put my elbows on the table, it's it's stay away from my food, please. You could tell us, do you think it's rude or do you have a theory on why it is rude? Did you grow up with this? Text us 68719. So your mom enforced this every meal? Yeah, my mom enforced, yes. In fact, I was such a rude eater. My mom would always say, you know what? I'll just have you eat on the back porch with the dogs. You're still a I know. rude eater. You're the worst I eater. S- and sloppy I, and slobbery. I just, even when you close with your, like, even if you chew with your mouth closed. I know, I know. I can still hear everything inside your head. I know, you're making me feel so sweet. <laughs> so warm and fuzzy inside. So 68719, we'll hit it up on Facebook as well. The Monday Debate. Is putting your elbows on the table still rude in your mind? Still considered rude? Mornings with Joey and Lauren. So I got an interesting text message yesterday, and I'm really excited to bring this up with you because I have a feeling you know what you want me to do with this. So I have a uh, group text on my phone, and it's a bunch of uh, buddies of mine. It's our fantasy football group. We have a big group of fantasy football players, and everyone knows what that is, right? So I, I and <laughs> okay. it's one of those text conversations that just like, you know, it goes dormant for a while, and then every once in a while, someone will text in and be like, oh, man, have you Some guys seen this movie? Some random update or yeah. something, yeah. And then it goes crazy for a while, and then it dies down. So this text group hasn't been active for a while until I got a text yesterday, and I'm going to read it to you, okay? Okay. This is from my, uh, from my buddy Lynn, and it says, COVID-19 challenge in bold. Okay, check this out. <laughs> so he says, okay, I've okay. made a – this is to uh, nine people on this, nine of my buddies – Okay, I've made a personal goal to rid myself of the COVID-19 pounds that I've gained during this crazy pandemic. I'm personally tired of all this stuff, so I've challenged myself to eat right. I don't eat sugar. I sleep at least six hours a day and exercise 30 minutes a day. So far, I've been doing good for 21 days. My challenge is to do it for 100 days. I challenge all of you to do the same. Do you accept? Oh, Pass wow. this challenge on to anybody else you want. And so now Do I'm going to show accept? you my phone. Look at my phone. Of all, all my buddies, all my bros here oh, that wow. are uh, chiming in on the fantasy football <laughs> group about fitness, which can I say, it's not typical for a group of dudes that are on a fantasy football chat to be like, all right, guys, no added sugar, exercise 30 minutes a day. Get your water in, yeah. in. Come on. Let's do this. Uh, Infused I water. I appreciate this. Now, I do uh, too. what's the majority of the answers? Are people uh, going to do all it? All right. Uh, after vacation, I'm on board, I promise. This one says, I'm in. I currently weigh something close to a young killer whale. <laughs> that's what someone said. Uh, someone says, wow, that's intense. What a role model you are. I'll be thinking about it and let you know. Uh, just trying to catch up. I wish I could say I'm doing all of that, but I like sugar and being lazy. So we're all kind of saying the same thing. Would you like okay. to know what I said? 
I'm sure you said there's no way. There's the, no way. Well, the text before it was my friend that says, I love Skittles and Mountain Dew too much. <laughs> I said, Lauren already loves me as a fat man. So shrug, shrug. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do here. How did I know? I know you so well. There's no way you're accepting this well, hold challenge. Hold on. You won't. I do. Here's my problem. I'm not big into fitness, but I am big into peer pressure. You know me. If, if I get enough people to tell me to do something, I'm going to go and do it. I will never forget. This was... Gosh, I want to say it was like five, six, seven years ago, maybe. We were at church of all places, and this guy walks up to you at church, and he goes, man, you've been eating well this summer. (laughs) And I will never forget, because that stuck with you, and what did you do? You got into running, which... Joey running, (laughs) and And then you were I wasn't running towards a buffet. (laughs) You were counting calories, and you lost, like... 15 pounds. It's all it takes. Because some dude commented, and I could say something and be like, I know. Joey, it won't even phase you. But some random dude could be like, wow, you putting on the pounds. You know what you should do? You should pay one of my buddies to tell me that I'm getting fat, and then I'll I'll go shred it, and I'll get get an eight-pack. You just can't get... You just can't get smaller than me. Like, that's always a thing for me is like, <laughs> I don't ever want to weigh more than you. So here's the deal. We're not close to each other, but I am sometimes I'm like, hey, hey, back up. I need to I need to work on myself, too. So the challenge <laughs> is, again, the challenge is 100 days, sleeping at least six hours, 30 minutes a day of exercise and eating right, which is no sugar. So now, I don't know if that you means, know, you, but I think, you know, no yeah. dessert. Surprisingly, uh, it might surprise some people. Joey, I think you could do. The no sugar. I think I could too because I'm you not a big never, like dessert guy. You could never do the exercise portion, oh, even on. though it's 30 minutes a day. I do workouts at home that you refuse to do with me, hold and it's on. just 30 minutes. I I think I may have an angle here. My one problem is working like I can't work out in the morning. That's just there's no way. There's no way I'm going to wake up earlier than I do already, and we work all morning. So the problem is when I get home in the afternoon, it's too hot. Right? It's too hot to work out, and I'm hungry. And then we go to bed early, so I just don't know where I can fit the exercise in unless I go late night. <laughs> you know what's funny is I actually feel like I have the same problem. Because yeah, because we I've don't do wanting, mornings. Yes, we can't do mornings. I've been wanting to get back into my exercise routine, which is very important, right? I want to do this, but I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, well, I can't do the morning. 100 days, too. And then when I get home, it's hot, and I got the baby, and then this and that. And then at night, well, I want to shower, but I don't want to work out after I shower. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I think you're right. I think I could eat right, and I think I could sleep at least six hours a day. I worry about the exercise, but maybe I'll do it. I worry about exercise and water intake because you don't drink yeah. hardly any water. And could you cut Diet Coke? I don't know. Let's I don't not, think you Let's could. not go down that dark, dark, dark alley, okay, please? <laughs> All right, make up or break up is coming up next. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. So we've got Eric with us who met Trista on Facebook. The old mutual friends, you know. I don't know what the sound is when you send someone a friend request. I don't know. My phone's almost always on silent. Is it like a So I don't know. Whatever it is, he added Trista on Facebook. They messaged for a while, went on a first date. Now here's the kicker. Eric is actually getting texts back from Trista But she keeps saying, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy when he wants Mm, to go out on a second date. So we'll figure out what's going on. Good morning, Eric. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You bet. So a lot of times on this show, people just don't text back. But she is telling you she's busy every time you try and go on a second date. Yeah? Yeah, man. I mean, I texted her about a week ago and... You know, she just keeps saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really busy. Oh, I'm slammed or I got this. It's like it's always an excuse. You know what I mean? Now, for your okay. first date, was it ever or did it ever come up during the day that she has a busy work life or just busy personal life? 
Uh, not really. I mean, just like an average average live. I mean, it, it's not like she was like overly slammed or anything. That she she could definitely make time for me. You know what I mean? I, I'm just getting like bad vibes through the text. Is, is what I'm kind of feeling. Yeah, and I personally, when it's kind of an over and over, I'm busy, I'm this, I'm that. I mean, not to burst your bubble or make you feel bad, but I, I do think this is absolutely an excuse because she doesn't want to tell you why she really doesn't want to go out again. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is, like, she just comes right out and says it. She, she doesn't, like, even, like, entertain the idea of, like, gotcha. trying to go out, you know what I mean? Yeah, because if you really like someone, right, and you have a really good first date, you want to try and make room in your schedule to see them again. Uh, but I am hoping, like, I'm crossing my fingers for your sake that she really is just busy. Yeah, I know. I, I hope so, too, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Your red flags are coming up, though. I mean, that's the reason you want to get on the show. Like, you're not just assuming, oh, well, she's a busy woman, and sure. I'll just try again. And I will say, the difference between me and Trista, because I do this all the time, but I entertain. I go, oh, my plan was to hang out. Or <laughs> Sometimes I'll even make plans knowing that I'm not going to go, and I'll cancel right before. That's terrible. There's been times that friends have wanted to have us over for dinner. I will say yes. Well, knowing about a week before it actually happens, I'll text you and say, can't do it. We talked about it on the show the other day, breadcrumbing. That's what you do. That's yeah. breadcrumbing. I know. I breadcrumb somebody where I give them a <laughs> shot. So she's just telling you that she's busy. So uh, here's what we're going to do, Eric. We've got Trista's number from you. We'll play a song. We'll come back. You stay on the line. We'll call Trista. We'll get her side of things. And then we'll bring you on and we'll see if we can figure it out. All right, man? I got it. Let's do it. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. So Eric is trying to go on a second date with Trista. He's been texting her multiple times. And anytime he brings up a second date, she just says, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm here's, busy. Uh, here's where my radar is going off. Their first initial date, it was super easy for her to make plans for that. And Eric told us that she didn't seem like a busy person when it was yeah. making plans for their first date. Now, the second time, it's like, oh, all of a sudden, I'm like the busiest woman in the world. See, I'm sitting here saying, okay, if I was on a first date and it's not going well, I would start to say how busy I am in my life. <laughs> like, well, I'm really glad we could just do a date in general because I'm so busy Here's in my life. Here's where I'll give Trista a little credit. Now, we haven't talked to her yet, is a lot of people are so rude that they just will ghost and not respond at all. So at least she's saying something and yeah. not falling off the face of the earth. So we've got Trista's number. Let's get Trista's side of things. Hello? Hello, is this Trista? Yeah, hi. Who's this? Trista, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show on My1027. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I've heard of you guys. What's, what's going on? Uh, all right. Hello. Have you heard of our uh, segment we call Makeup or Breakup before? Um, just you guys. I'm not really sure which segment. You've just, uh, you've you've just okay. Okay. Uh, that's okay. You well, don't have to pretend that you know every you're, segment you're we do. You're actually on Makeup or Breakup right now. And if you have a moment, we'd love to chat with you a little bit. So Eric uh, is a fan of our show. If you remember going on a date with Eric, he reached out to us and said, Hey, Trista, I've been wanting to go out with her for a second date. But he says you kind of keep dodging plans. You keep telling him how busy you are. So we're here to ask you, right. are you really that busy? Or is there something else that might have went wrong on the date? And can we tell him what's going on and why you're not really seeming interested in going on a second date? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, um, so we had dinner. Um, everything was solid. Like, no complaints. He's a solid guy. But then um, we got the bill. And the server had asked us if we wanted, like, a to-go box 
or something. And I didn't finish my food. I was, I, I was done. Like, I didn't want to eat anymore. Um, and you can call me petty if you want, but I think it's really weird that when the to-go boxes came, um, he not only put his food in, he put my food in as well. So I, it just, it just came across as so rude and like not reading the room. Like I was honestly so shocked that by the time the date was over and it's like the next day and he's texting, I didn't know what to do. Like okay. we're adults. I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, so you're at the end of dinner, server comes by, you guys want me to box this yeah. up? You said no? Yeah, I said no. Okay, so you said and no. You were just done said, with yes. your food. So you he didn't said want yes. It. Okay. And then he took your food and put it in his box. Exactly. And that upsets Isn't you that because I, I mean I it's a little odd, but I would also say I'm out, I'm out to dinner, I paid for it, whatever you got, maybe he wanted. I mean, yes, it's weird. That's kind of I don't know, on a first day you're gonna take someone's leftovers Ooh, I would and eat. Did I don't well, know. hold on, did he pay for the bill? Did he pay for everything? Yeah, but that's just like what? I, I, I no, love food. This is, like, you I'm can't so. talk to a fat guy about this, man. This is not good. <laughs> I'm always going to side on the more food. And I say to myself, I paid for the meal. Like Lauren, and now we're married, but I would say to myself, yeah, if you're not going to finish it, I'll take it home. I'll eat it. Yeah. It, it just, I'm wondering. This is like really creepy <laughs> and I don't okay. know. <laughs> uh, well, here's the deal, Trista. Eric is with us, so we're going to talk about this to-go box debacle yeah, that happened on your date. on the other line. Eric, um, so oh, you explain God. your side of things. Look, I, I'm i not trying to be rude or anything like this, but I paid for the food straight up, and she wasn't going to eat it, right? So, I mean, 100% I'm taking that meal. That's what I'm thinking. What, I'm was, thinking, what was I it? Paid for I it. need to know, what was the food? I just oh, her food? Salad. She had a cob salad. Oh, well, now, now I want to now I want to change my opinion. You saved a cob salad. Like, yeah, I mean, food is food. Food is food. That's what I gotta eat, man. So, Trista, did you not think of saying anything right there when he when he reaches over and starts putting your cob salad in Scraping his box? Scraping your plate off. Did you say like, "Hey, dude, that's weird"? No, I literally was in such shock. At first, I thought he was like making a joke, but then he was really digging, trying to scrape, like, the plate, and I was just like... Man, don't be dramatic. Don't be dramatic. You didn't want the food, so I ate it. Did you that? Did you you know, I did, that. but you're being dramatic right now. He li- he's licking like the bowl, yeah. You know where I'm, I'm actually surprised... As if that's the last thing to eat on Earth. <laughs> I'm actually oh, surprised, on. Eric, that it's you're you're not so much mad that she's wasting food. You're just like, no, I just wanted to eat it. I just want to take it home. I paid for it. That's it. That's it. I want to take it home. I'm, you know, but you, you might get hungry for later. For me. So, like, I don't know. He just came across it's, as, like, this guy that germs. is so selfish and cheap. And I just could not. So how you're, do you break that to somebody? Like, Trista, you're I, saying, I, I okay. break it off, All right. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> uh, clearly, you, Trista, you thought it was, hey, you, you paid for me to have my Cobb salad. And now you're like, well, I'll just take the rest of it. Here's the deal. We would pay. For a second date. It doesn't even have to be dinner. You don't you even don't, have to deal yeah, with the go boxes. Yeah, you don't even have to finish it. If you guys want to go out again, Eric, obviously you do. That's why you reached out to us. But Trista, would you want to give this another shot? Honestly, I'm so turned off at what happened. And then the fact that he doesn't even see what's wrong with it. I just don't think we're compatible but at all. Eric, you did Thanks. eat the Cobb salad, right? Oh, yeah. I ate that. I ate that thing up. Yeah, man. That was good. (laughs) Joey and Lauren in the morning. Wait, what did you just say? 
It's time to play Speak Out with Joey and Lauren. I don't know why any of us are working today because today is National French Friday. So time to play Speak Out and we have Michelle in Boise with us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Now you told us that you just got off work. You work in healthcare. So first off, thank, thank you, you, Michelle, for everything you do. What do you do in healthcare? Well, I'm in nursing and my husband's in respiratory, so we both are in the midst of this. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, especially in respiratory. My goodness. Oh well, my gosh, you guys are like thoughts d- out to you guys. Seriously. Stay safe. Okay, wow. Yes, Man. Thank well, thank you for all that you do. All right. So, uh, how You're big welcome. of a how big of a french fry fan are you, Michelle? Uh, I like them, but I don't eat them all the time. My kids do. My hubby does. Okay, see, there you go. You get kids, your husband. Yeah. What? It's like a major food group for me. <laughs> it's how? at the top of the food group. <laughs> all right, so, Michelle, here's how this is going to work. We have a list of types of French fries that we will be saying, but we'll be wearing a mouthpiece that makes it hard to understand what we're saying. You have to guess what type of French fry we are saying. Who do you want to wear the mouthpiece? Lauren. Okay, so Lauren okay. is going to wear the mouthpiece. Okay. All right, right, here we so go. Right. Oh, waffle. There it is. A little Chick fil A waffle fry. Okay, one for one. Say it again. hot. <laughs> okay. Ooga cot. Ooga cot. One more time. One more time. <laughs> think about it. They're frozen a lot of times. People get them frozen. Uh, I think the so. Frozen the season. The, 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 the season. No. Uh, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, we'll we'll tell you. We'll tell you. You're one for two. Here we go. All right. What? <laughs> these, now these are these are types of fries, not brands. So like a type of fry, like a cut of fry. String. Uh, yeah, we'll give it to you. Shoestring fries. Shoestring. All right, you're two for three. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna give you, you a think? hint. This is a, a slang for wedges. Potato okay. wedges. Slang for potato wedges. Okay. Joe's. Something Joe's? Yeah! Joe's. I'm, I'm giving it to her, okay? <laughs> you you just right. got off work. It's Joe Joe's. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, last one. Okay. Sweet Oh, sweet potato fries. There you go. Nice. Lauren, like, screamed that one. Sure, let's do another one if you really want to. This is one more. Shake fries. Shake fries. This? Michelle, that's all you need. It was just, you know, a little more time. Nice job. You got waffle. The second one that you missed was crinkle cut. The old crinkle cut fry. My personal fave. Yes. Well, Michelle, you are the best. Thank you and your husband for all the work that you do for this community, all right? No, thank you. Thank you guys, too. Thanks, Michelle. You are the best. That is Michelle getting it done. Boise wakes up with Joey and Lauren. Before we get to the nine things that women say when they're just not into you, I have your Joey life hack. Are you ready for this? Okay. Are you a big watermelon fan? 
I do. I like watermelon, but I can't have the seeds. I don't like the seeds. Well, I don't think you're supposed to swallow the seeds. Then you're going to grow a watermelon in your tummy. Don't you remember learning that? People eat the seeds. Well, if you want super juicy watermelon, try vacuum sealing a piece of it. This causes all the juice to be sucked in, increasing the sweetness and darkening the color. How could anyone want it more juicy? I feel like it's oh, so juicy. Me? It no. runs down my face no, when I, I take a bite. To me, watermelon is one of the fruits that can either be amazing or terrible. It, it is a, really? a wide. Oh, yeah. Like, what makes it terrible? Oh, the grainy one where it's grainy and it's not oh, even flavorful. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, the grainy so ones. So gross, yeah. I know You got to be about. careful with the watermelon, man. But that's I, the I've one fruit. I've never had a piece that's not juicy. Yeah. All right, so here it is. This is the nine things that women say when they're just not into you. Now, Lauren, I'm going to give you the line and then what they're really saying, and you tell me if this is uh, correct or incorrect here and if you agree with it. Line number one, I'm just not ready for a relationship right now. What she's really saying is I don't want a relationship with you. Would you agree with that? Uh, yes, I would agree with okay. that. Yeah, so because correct. most women do want to be in a relationship of some sort, I so think. So I'm just not ready for a relationship right now. It's not exactly... An entire relationship just with you. Yes. Okay. I would agree with that, in my opinion. All right. Line number two that women say when they're just not into you. I feel like I should focus on myself more. What she's really saying is I'd rather be single than be with you. Is that <laughs> <Yeah>. correct? <laughs> okay. I agree with that, too. Gosh, that's but so being heartless. being single does maybe mean that you want to focus more on yourself, and that's and totally you, fine. Why don't you so tell us, to that. Why don't you tell us if you've ever used these lines on a man, okay? Okay. So uh, line number three, I just don't see you that way. What she's really saying is you're totally friend zone. <laughs> have you ever that. said that? Oh, yeah. We talked about it last week about breadcrumbing. I have friend zone people a lot. Not knowingly, but yes, that has happened. How about the line when people say, I see you like a brother? There's no bigger insult to That's a man than so I see you like a brother. hard on a guy to hear that. Because no one ever wants to kiss their brother, right? I would never want to be told, like, you're like a sister to me. That's uh, just hurt. Okay, so so far you're three for three. Line number four, the lines that women use to men when they're just not into them. This is so not the time, but maybe in the future, what she's really saying is still don't want to be in a relationship with you right now. But please do continue to boost my ego. You know, I actually disagree with that because I think it's very valid to say you're not ready right now, but in the future you could be, okay. depending on what phase of life you're in. So you're going to agree with that one? Yeah, I'm going to put an X on that uh, one. All right. Uh, line number five, I already have someone and I'm already seeing someone. Even when you are not, please don't talk to me again or my imaginary boyfriend will kick your butt. <laughs> oh, my god! Would you agree with that? Uh, that should have, have an asterisk by it. Have you ever created an imaginary boyfriend? Have you ever said yes. you're seeing so? Okay. Yes, I have. Okay. I actually have. I was asked out once by a customer at a job I used to work for, and I lied and told him that I had a boyfriend when I did not. When the ladies are not answering your calls or not calling back, that is, uh, please take the hint and leave me alone. That seems like an easy layup, yeah. right? Okay. Number seven, uh, when the message is seen but the message is not responded to, the uh, she's really saying is, I read what you said, but have no interest whatsoever in replying now or ever. That is false because I forget to reply all the time. So okay. that could be a very innocent oops. I forgot to reply to you. Okay. Uh, two more. When a woman says, I'm really busy this week, she really means I really don't want to hang out with you. Uh, no, I'm going to disagree with that too, okay. because sometimes you can you be really very busy. You really are actually busy. Yeah. And how about this one? Line number nine. Oh, I wish I could, but I'm sick. This is not how I want to spend my day or my night. That normally if you say, <laughs> oh, I wish I could, but I'm sick, you're faking sick. Ah, uh, that could happen. Have you yeah. ever fake sicked? Uh, yes, get I out have of faked a date? sick. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've basically learned that Lauren lies to men all the time in oh. her dating life. Back in the day when you were <laughs> my dating. My former dating life. Uh, your trending stories are coming up next. 
It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. So it was announced over the weekend that the Washington Redskins will be officially changing their name. We don't know what it'll be yet. That will be coming Are around the corner. Are they taking fan votes? Are they going to allow it? I was uh, going to ask you, what do you think they should change the team name to? The Washington Politicians. Right? There's a lot of politicians uh. in Washington, D.C. <laughs> what about the Washington I Senators? It just doesn't fit. I mean, I don't. I don't have any better suggestion. What about the like the Nationals, right? I know the baseball yeah, are, team, but what are you going to have both the baseball and the football team be named the Nationals? Yeah, well, there's there's multiples. I mean, think of like the Giants. Yeah, but that's a different city, different sport. That's well, back true. in the day, that's back true. in the day, the Giants. There was the football Giants and the baseball Giants. They were both in New York, and See? so it's like. Yeah, but that was back in the day. I can't work for football and baseball now in well, 2020. They, they better be careful Crazier because... Crazier things have happened. Uh, remember when that cruise ship said, we're going to let the people decide, and then they named it Bodie, Bodie McBoatface? <laughs> so be careful if they're saying, all right, we're going to let the fans decide the new team name. Just be careful that right. something crazy doesn't get named. So right? details on that will come soon, I'm sure, by the uh, organization. Uh, Las Vegas weddings are actually very popular right now during the pandemic. Makes sense because a lot of weddings have been forced yeah. to be canceled or postponed. I would go to Vegas to get married yeah. if my wedding got a canceled. A lot of couples, they're saying Vegas is the place to be. They are still kicking and doing it very much over Elvis. in Vegas. Elvis has never been more popular than Elvis during a pandemic. style. They said that uh, couples are having a mini-money. Apparently, it's a ceremony where they can have a few people present. What would you do if you were getting married during this time and you couldn't have a super large gathering? What would you do? Um, Postpone? Gosh, that's really hard. I think Get I it would done with. still have it. And I would still have it with maybe just our parents and siblings. Like something very, very small. small. Intimate. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to postpone it because who knows how long. And if you want to get married and you've already had the date set. Why not? But well, I know pandemic or not, I'd still want to make sure that I get my gifts, my wedding gifts from a whole <laughs> bunch of people. So I'm still sending out those invitations. That alone is the reason why you would want to postpone. You're like, no, 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 no. We the only reason to bring us gifts. The only reason we had a wedding reception was to make sure we got a bunch of kitchen <laughs> towels and heating pads or those little oven mitts. Speaking of uh, kitchen towels and oven mitts, Bed Bath & Beyond sells a lot of those. They're actually closing 200 stores as sales are plummeting due to COVID-19. I'm not surprised. I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't get that store because I can't really figure out what they, I mean, I know it's Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't get it. What do you mean? That store is way too crowded. Have you ever walked into Bed Bath & Beyond and not felt like everything's just surrounding you? So not crowded with people, but crowded with items. Crowded with stuff. And it's always like a waffle iron next to a blender, next to throw pillows, next to some gag game. Bed Bath & Beyond. What's oh. the problem? <laughs> I just I, I always felt like it was too expensive. I don't know. I do agree that there's stuff everywhere. I always feel like I'm going to knock something off the shelf I know. by accident. That or I can't reach what I need. I feel there's like, like a Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They always got that stuff lifted up high. I will say, back in the day, we did have a Bed Bath & Beyond at the little mall that I grew up in, the town I grew up in, and there was a cute girl that always worked at the Bed Bath & Beyond. So okay, imagine, imagine a, a high schooler walking into a Bed Bath & Beyond. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm looking for a... 300 uh, thread count sheets, please. You were literally just going to... Yeah. Did you ever, you know, mingle with her at all? No, it never turned out. Miss you. Didn't shoot your Miss shot. Miss you. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, Super Mario Bros., there was an unopened game that went for auction over the weekend. $114,000. Wow. If you have any of those lying around, you I haven't opened it. it Old save games it. are more expensive now than ever, but I guess it's, it's a classic that Super Mario. Barbies and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. Crazy. Can you imagine if you had an unopened Barbie? Oh, wow. Yeah. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. So I have been challenged. I got a fitness challenge on a text group. 
today, or yesterday, actually, from a friend of mine. I this laugh is, because everyone who listens to this show knows you are so anti-fitness. Oh, no, that's not true. I just, Joey, to me. Look at me. Look at me and I don't tell me that's not you. true. So you won't even look I know, me in the I don't want to look at you right now. I, because I, I, I don't say I'm anti-fitness. I just, I would much rather change my diet than work out. Exercising is not you my favorite thing to do. You would much rather sit on the couch. You know, I have thought out. about getting one of those uh, those Peloton bikes mm-hmm. because those seem like a fun time and those seem like a good time because you're part of a live class right. and you got camaraderie and you got it's someone yelling at it's you. It's still not easy. You know, I know they're like $3,000. That's the only problem with that. But um, so I got, I got this challenge and it's a bunch of uh, my buddies in fantasy football, which mm-hmm. again, I just think it's funny. All these dudes are like, all right, no added sugar. We're going to sleep more. So it's <laughs> it's at least six hours of sleep a night, which actually I don't think is a lot. But my buddy is, no. he's a big time dentist. So I don't know if dentists are just such hard workers. They don't sleep much. So he thinks six is Who a knows? lot. Who knows? He's got I'm a lot of kids. Maybe like, he's know. up late. How, yeah. how, how many hours of sleep do you normally get? Uh, between six and seven. I never get eight anymore. I can't remember yeah. the last time I got eight Gosh, hours. Gosh, there are some nights where I'm setting my alarm and I'm like, I have to be up yeah. in five hours. Yeah. So I would say if I get seven hours, I'm happy as a clam. But normally it's between six and seven. Okay. So it's at least six hours of sleep. No sugar. Now, I don't know if it's, you know, you got to make sure. But like, you know, no Twinkies or try not to eat a bunch of sugar. Mm-hmm. And then working out 30 minutes a day and you do it for 100 days. And it's called the COVID-19 challenge is what he's calling it. Okay. So I don't know. Most of my buddies have all been like, well, I got to go on vacation. Then I'll come back and do it. (laughs) There's been a couple that have said, yes, I'm in. Like, this is what I needed. Now, you brought up earlier on in the show, for whatever reason, if a friend of mine tells me, hey, you're putting on the pounds, that motivates me. When you say, I'm like, Someone needs to call in or text us 68719 and tell Joey that he needs to lose weight. Then he'll do it. Because I shared the story earlier, the one and only time I feel like in our marriage, and now you're not like... You know, sitting here at 450 pounds or anything no. like that. But you, uh, years ago, you had, you know, put on some extra LBs. And someone brought it up. Somebody actually came up to you at church of all places and was like, you've been eating well this summer. And I still remember the moment that happened because you instantly were like, that's it. I'm counting calories. I'm going running, which is surprising to everyone listening. Joey running. And uh, you ended up dropping some pounds. Yeah, so, so you just need someone to tell you. <laughs> I think what's going to happen, Lauren's going to have a staff meeting with a bunch of coworkers, and every once in a while we'll be walking out and about in the halls, and a coworker's going to be like, hey, man, uh, you uh, getting a new pair of pants? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) So I think that's what you're going to do. Right now, I'll be honest, I'm at like a 55% yes. I think I may do this. But you won't do the exercising piece, No, 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 no. I think I can maybe, just maybe, after we put baby Jay down to sleep, I'll do a quick run around the neighborhood. Because the temperature is going to be a little bit lower when mm-hmm. we put them down. Because I can't run early in the morning. I can't run after the show because it's just too hot in the middle so of the afternoon. So I'll tell you, it's still around 80-something degrees when I, I put the baby down to bed. I know, but I'm, I'm still thinking. 7.45. Then maybe I'll just like walk up and down the stairs a few times. Could you do an at-home workout with me? Because I don't like I, I want to do them I when, I, when baby goes to bed. I got to go out to work out. I can't work out in my own home. Have you to tried? Me, to me, that disrespects my home, which Have should be a place of laziness. <laughs> Have you tried? No, I've never tried. You should. This is me giving you a challenge right here on July 13th, okay? Will you do an at-home workout with me? Just try it. Just I don't once. like out at home, no. Just once. Just, just try it once with me. We'll put the baby to bed, and then we'll do no. it together. Uh, not right now. I said I'm 55. I got to let this marinate. This is a lot. This is a big it's life change. 30 minutes. It's you can't the, try it for 30 that's minutes. That's also an episode of Seinfeld if I wanted to catch up on one of those. All <laughs> catch right. up? What, like it's they're showing new episodes? <laughs>
Joey and Lauren in the morning. Listen to your favorite episodes on demand now 